2: Hi, everyone. I'm Joanna. And I'm Jenny. And this is Hyphenated, the podcast about living in the hyphen. Today, we're going to be talking about mother, f- choking,
1: b- sucking, b- sack hanging curse words.
2: <laughs> uh, do you think it's clear to them what it is that we're going to be covering today? <laughs> You're good at cursing, girl. Miha, I have been
1: practicing my whole life. <laughs>
2: I have been practicing my whole life too. I feel like <laughs> I am an inherently like potty mouthed human being. Like I love <laughs> curse words, um, and for the longest time, I I sort of felt guilty about it. I was like, oh my god, does this mean like I I'm like a you know a dirty person? And you're very classy.
1: We're not classy yes, like, ladies.
2: I'm like I can never be considered a classy because I can I just like I you know I can't be around children for too long because I'll I I'll say know. like. What the
1: fun? Times? I'm cursing constantly around kids, Joanna. It's like pr- I go to Disney all the time. Like obviously not during the pandemic, but every time I go to Disney, I find myself cursing. And one time I was at a Comic Con, and I was in the Nintendo Lounge, you know, as one adult does, and I was playing Mario Kart, <laughs> the ultimate battleground for for cursing. <laughs> aside from super smash brothers and i remember i was like playing and i was like fuck i don't know i said fuck probably 10 times and the lady working the the game she's like you need to refrain from cursing please there are children <gasps> and family around
0: god
2: Men tanta that, pena. Que da mucha pena. it's like <laughs> it is it's I, when when people are like you have to stop cursing it makes me feel like a, a, a like a criminal. I don't know how it is, you know, and I'm like, how is something that I can utter with my mouth that isn't like I'm not saying it to anyone. I'm just like out there like oh fuck when I stub my toe. Like why is that so offensive to people? It's just an F U and then a C and a K and then you just string them together and then it's just I'm not literally saying sex. I'm saying like my my foot hurts right now and I'm frustrated. Beyond belief. This
1: sounds like a segment of like Dark Sesame Street. <laughs> this
2: is Dark Sesame Street. This is Adult Sesame Street. We need to do an Adult Sesame Street like ASAP. Um, Meanwhile, I laugh
1: like the count (laughs) (laughs) What is this?
2: So, you know, Jenny I have been, like, researching I love language And I love etymology um, And, in fact, during the pandemic I made my own words Um, Of course you did but Of course I did And I sort of, like Have decided in the past few years To just, like, study swear words uh, Like, nerdily almost as a way to justify my own, like, uh, crass way of speaking in both languages and sort of Mm -hmm. seeing it more as like a sociological phenomenon. So I kind of wanted to give you a little, like, rundown of the stuff that I've learned about swear words so that both of us feel like less of, you know, bad mouth people and more like connoisseurs (laughs) of culture. Yeah, that's the whole point of this episode, by the way.
1: It's just to make us feel better.
2: (laughs) So, like, at the end of the day, curse words, they all go back to taboos. And taboos are different in each and every culture. For example, there's some cultures in Southern Africa where the word for father-in-law, like for women, so my father-in-law's name, is seen as a taboo. Like, that's something that I shouldn't say and in Japan, if you say you a certain way, it can be seen as a disrespect and thus a swear. And that might be because the culture is very, it's a culture that is very based in respect. Mm-hmm. Um But genitalia is one of the most prevalent uses of words, of curse words in any culture, and generally male genitalia is linked to cockiness and all that stuff, but generally women's genitalia is seen as a much worse word, like a forbidden word, which sort of tells us a lot about how a lot of cultures in the world are... Misogynistic. They, yeah. they think women's bodies are owned by men or men um, can, you know, have some type of access to women's bodies. If people have access to women's bodies, that makes them this, that and the other. Which leads me to my next point, which is that mothers and sex are very correlated in many cultures. But mostly the use of mothers and curse words are correlated to extended family societies rather than nuclear societies. So, for example, in Finland, which is a more nuclear society in comparison to Italy, where it's like, ah, I don't know, uh, tua madre, I don't speak Italian, uh. but in, <laughs> in Finland, if you say puta madre, you know, they'll think you have a specific issue with their mother, not to this whole concept of a mother. And swear words about mothers are also very linked to swear words about prostitutes. Swear mm. words about mothers and prostitutes are huge in Catholic-driven societies like Spain or in Latin America. And that's also very linked to the fact that a lot of these societies that are more Catholic-driven have a lot of moral structure, right? So it's all about morality and religious undertones and what you can say to someone that questions their morality. But then you have places like Poland where, like, disease, just saying a disease out loud is a cathartic experience. Like, you just say, like, cholera to someone and it's, like, saying, like, fuck you. And then for the Dutch you have like a word in Dutch, you have a word that literally just means cancer suffer, which I'm like, okay, can we calm down here? <laughs> Dutch, like, that's really mean. Also, it literally just happened a couple months ago for me. But poor health seems to upset the Dutch more than actual violations to a moral code, which kind of makes sense because over half of the Dutch are not religious. It's not a particularly religious culture. Uh, so my yeah. whole point in this ridiculous monologue is that curse words explain a lot about the culture in which they exist so today we should talk about how we curse and how that reflects
1: the culture
2: and the hyphen that we exist in what do you think jenny did you
1: like that i loved it i loved it so hard i'm gonna start screaming crohn's disease at people (laughs) yo that's intense fucking crohn's I mean, it's a dude's last name, and it's, for those who don't know, I have Crohn's disease. It's okay. But no, I mean, I grew up, you know, hearing my abuelo specifically curse. I mean, they all cursed in Spanish, and it was fine. I wouldn't say they necessarily said the more vulgar terms, but, I mean, "me as we've talked about before in past episodes, Um, me cago en tu madre, coño, come mierda you
2: know all that shit one of the things i find very funny also is um just the difference between english and spanish curse mm-hmm, words like mm-hmm. in Venezuela, you can see a full sentence and have 90 percent of the words be like a curse word and it sort of doesn't sound terrible like huevon que bolas," which is like penis balls what balls and like i've said that and it's fine like <laughs> Penis, balls, what balls? And that means like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's a completely, that's like fine. Like it doesn't sound, but then if I, Watch you know. Balls. Ear, and then here in the States, I feel like, I don't know, like bad words here are more amorphous. They're like. Like fuck it's like, yeah, I guess it means like something related to sex, but it's also not. It's very versatile. It's as versatile as a cardigan. It can be like a noun, it can be a verb, it can be an adjective, it can be this and that. And like it sounds intense, but it, in my head it I feel like it doesn't have this it's it's almost like a bite-sized little bad word. And then in in Spanish bad words feel almost like a haiku like it's 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 more involved there's oh, more than, there might intense. be a story there they might involve I your see. parents they might involve the Spaniards involve your ancestors like it's more of a yeah a, a it production involves,
1: it's it, it's a production and involves emptying your bowels on your mother's cunt it, it you <laughs> know it's 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 just a lot of things happening all at once and it usually has to do with anything below the waist now it granted is. we've all seen genitals They're funny, okay? They're just funny to look at. I can see why one would use that as the highlight of most curse words, though I do not agree with the sexist (laughs) tones of it all um, when it comes towards uh, hating women, but it, it is funny how a lot of it has to do with varying ways of naming one's
2: genitals. It all comes back to what I said, which is like what we deem morally reprehensible. So, you know, I think Latin America and many, much of the world was sort of predicated uh, uh, on a religious moral standard where sex was seen as sinful, where all of that stuff was seen as sinful. So, you know, it's so funny that sin is like at the core of so much of what feels good to say when you like hit yourself.
0: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw, coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks, then there are drinks from McDonald's.
1: Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for a dollar forty-nine. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be
0: combined with any other offer. Ba da ba ba ba. You know
2: what's crazy is like, regardless of what language you you you. You use to curse. There's literally. I don't know if you've seen this experiment, but there's like there's this experiment where they put people's hands in like freezing cold water, and it for the first round of experiment, like uh, mm. the first round they can't say any bad word, and then for the second round they're allowed to say all the bad words that they want while their hand is in this freezing cold water and they're like clearly in pain. So for the round that these people have to stick their hand in the freezing cold water and they can curse, they last longer in the water for some psychological reason. Like saying the bad words and and just letting it out of your body is kind of like a cathartic experience to the point where you like know, physically it feels mm-hmm. better. I totally relate to this.
1: In many many of my medical procedures, I have made one too many doctors uncomfortable, some of them uncomfortable, and some of them laugh, because I curse a lot. And I say (laughs) weird shit. I'm basically like Steve Carell's character in 40-Year-Old Virgin when they're, like, waxing his chest. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, motherfucker, titty sacks! Yeah. Like, it... You know, I just say, like, outlandish things and, like, I combine things that don't make any sense. Like, I go on this long rant and just connect varying genitals and curse words. But it, it does. It fucking helps. And it helps when I go on roller coasters because I hate that feeling in the stomach. hmm No one feels good when they're like... Oh no!
2: Whoopsie Daisy is like <laughs> that does not feel cathartic <laughs> at all. But you know what is funny about the way that you curse? I feel like you take English words and then you put them in the format of how generally Spanish cursing <gasps> it goes about. Like English cursing is like very staccato. It's like, all right, I have one point to make. I'm gonna be very cohesive. You're a motherfucker. That's it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then in Spanish, it's like Mira, me cago en la puta madre que te parió. <laughs> I shit on your whore mother that bore you. Like that is a that is a yeah. that is an intense story. I think it has to do with I think the economy of words like in English, and we've talked about this in the past. I just find it to be a very efficient language and even their cursing is just like fuck, shit, piss, bitch. You know, it's like Yeah, Arr! it's just very just... straight to the point. It'll it's also kind of like um Yeah, it doesn't have like a nice version to it. It's just like, it is what it is. It's just there. There's one model. It's like the first Ford T, whatever. It's one model. It's a black car. That's what you want. That's what you get. That's the American curse word. It's kind of like the way that they saw industrialization. It's like, we're just going to make one thing and it just sounds good and it's done. And then in in a lot of Latin America and in Spain, it's almost like we have time. We have time to hear your curse. It's fine. If you're going to curse me out, I want you to just like put some thought into it and really paint a picture. And I think a lot of it also has to do with, like... A lot of us are, like, in highly Catholic countries. So a lot of what we say is also, like, deeply, deeply religious, but religious within the Catholic sense. Mm -hmm. Like, the way... The reason why mothers are so... Como que a go-to for cursing someone out is because in a lot of these Catholic countries la virgen maria the virgin mary is almost seen as like equally important as jesus oh yeah so cursing the mother is like you're cursing jesus's mother like that means I,
1: I mean i mean this shit yeah <laughs> yes. i ain't fucking around
2: i'm not fucking around i'm not and like i didn't know what an ostia was so like me cago when an hostia like i oh, yeah. shit on the communion wafer is like such a intense way of saying like i fucking hate this situation I also they, they could it, make those wafers taste a little better. Just I've I've never had one, dude. Okay, I've never well, had a communion wafer.
1: It's like if you take an ice cream cone, but like uh-huh. it has no flavor, like it like pretend there's like zero sugar, and it's like and then you slice a little piece of the wafer. Wait, so it's like an ice cream cone with no personality? Yeah, like it's the same texture like a waffle cone type thing, you know? And it's mm-hmm. like very thin and it just dissolves in your mouth.
2: So then you can't really shit on it, which is what the Spaniards tell us to do all the time. Mm-hmm. It has it seems like it has like no structural integrity. No. Okay. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be able to withstand a
1: turd's weight
2: it wouldn't be able this is to. getting really weird <laughs> it's getting really specific which you know i you know what's funny that across across cultures like shit is always something that's fine to say it's kind of like that is the universal because
1: it means that, feces it's like, just that's...
2: everyone poops and it's yeah. like it, it'll always be gross for anyone so it's like there's always a word for shit in
1: any culture <laughs> people just love to talk about poop poop is funny poop will never stop being funny I mean, I do think that in in, in recent generations, though, I would say maybe I don't know. I don't know about Gen X, but millennials and Gen Z have gotten really creative, though, at least when it comes to like English cursing. Mm -hmm. Because I know we're talking about typically it's like very straight to the point, like, fuck you and bitch. But people are getting real like, like, you know, douche canoe is like a big example, right? Like, fuck nugget, cockwomble.
2: What's a (laughs) cockwomble?
1: I don't know. It's also oh like God, a really cute that, and cuddly animal that lives in trees.
2: Do you think that Gen Z, since it you know, Gen Z is an internet generation, they are more exposed to multiple cultures because of the way that they're just intercorrelated with people all over the world and cultures all over the world that, you know, that's changing etymology? Like they're they're influenced. They're like maybe they they one time heard of Venezuelan well say, like and they were like, wow, that's, he's uglier than a shooting in an elevator. That's a really intense oh way of cursing someone out and calling someone ugly. Like, I want to adhere. I want I want to just take some of that creativity and bring it into my language.
1: I think, yeah, like, I think, like, you know, language is ever evolving and so should curse words. And, like, again, it, it's brought about some really beautiful combos like thunder cunt and Piss Wizard. Girl, I
2: don't know these. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> what? What are these? These are amazing. You're a piss wizard.
1: Not you. I mean, maybe someone Who who's knows? listening is possibly a piss wizard. <laughs> There's <is> the magic. <laughs> now the I have magic a really weird. Im- like, ima- now I'm like imagining. This is terrible, but this is an episode about cursing. So I'm going to go there. Now Let's I'm imagining a guy using his piss wand
2: oh, as a w- for his piss wizardry oh my god he, maybe like, that's maybe where he... it comes from yeah and like this wizard like just pisses on everything cause he's a yes. wizard he can maybe he everything magical he power. pisses
1: on turns to gold or nowadays well, that...
2: cryptocurrency <laughs> <laughs> so us talking about all these creative new words and, and cursing like I I curse I use English curse words differently than how I use Spanish curse words. I feel like they feel differently. Um so like when I hit myself mm. there's nothing that feels better to say than a string like a Jenny Lorenzo string of words like coño de la puta madre, coño no qué versus yeah. like fuck. Do you know what I mean? Like it it doesn't have this but if i'm annoyed at something and i need to express my anger very efficiently and quickly and then it's like oh this fucking google doc done
1: yeah i was right now thinking the same i'm like what do i curse more and i think it's pretty even maybe a little more in english but i say the uh, holy trinity of curse words which is also the holy trinity of cuban comedian alvaro Which was, is coño carajo y come mierda.
2: Come, coño carajo y come mierda. Yeah. Come mierda. (laughs) You guys say it so funny. Come mierda. (laughs) It's like, it's funny because it's like, mierda. It's like so satisfying to say, but you just just take out the R. So you like make it like diet version. It's like, come mierda.
1: Yeah. Like I feel like Puerto Ricans maybe put an L in place of the R, like come mierda. Yeah. Right. But we, yes. we just say, fuck that letter, period, the end. Bye bye. Yeah. You know, and You don't need it. Go It just feels
2: so fucking good to say that someone's a shit eater, which is such a like sh- shit eater is like that is a curse. Like you don't want to be called a shit eater. Nobody you know? does. No, nobody does. Meanwhile, like the word motherfucker. I'm like every father in the world who has a biological child and maybe has is by like definition a motherfucker. So don't, mm-hmm. so don't just, why is that offensive? I don't understand why motherfucker is offensive. Every father is a motherfucker and there's some great fathers out there. So I don't see it as a, as a <laughs> diss, but you call someone a shit eater and like, yes, like I don't want to be a shit eater. Like that's, well, some, you know, it's some... weird
1: though, because it can be an insult, right? Like being called a shit eater is like, man, I don't eat shit, but then something that Miami Cubans do is that if, let's say, I'm just on the couch, bored out of my mind, playing Animal Crossing, and I have a friend call me. They're like, what are you up to? Usually, we respond with, nothing aquí comiendo mierda. Oh, so we're it's admitting like that we eat, we're eat, we eating shit. So, so sometimes it's okay, sometimes it, it's, it's not.
2: Like, it's like when you say it about yourself, it's almost like, it's light. It's just like, I'm eating you know, shit. I'm not doing I'm just, anything. But if yeah. you say it to someone else, it's... it's...
1: It's an insult. Like, come mierda, come bola. But it, it goes... So, come mierda is the most common, but then there's come Come bola. And come binga.
2: Oh. Dick come eater. Binga
1: is a dick eater. Come bola is a
2: testicle eater. Choose
1: your <laughs> Choose your character. It's just uh, a lot of ingesting things.
2: Just like calling just making people ingest something that they shouldn't is is just a constant motif. Yeah, I mean. Spanish you person. also shouldn't
1: be ingesting any part of the human body. But I guess.
2: I don't know, we might have some cannibal listeners out there that were going to email <laughs> us and say fucking that. fucking arm
1: eater! <laughs> yeah, eyeball eater! I mean, they're all just as disgusting. But again, got to go back to the genitals.
2: It's funny because in, in my household and, and in Venezuela just generally, like I do believe we curse a lot just in day-to-day. And I didn't know a lot of words were curses until I started doing radio interviews. And I'd be like, Bueno, ¿sabes cómo es la vaina? And they're like, You can't say vaina. And I'm like, What? Why can't I say vina? It's like it's just like it's the it's the filler word for every verb, noun, adjective, yeah. etc. It's just they're like, you can't say vina. And I'm like, oh, God, I, apparently it means sheath, which then inherently means vagina. I don't know anything that you put is something in, in is a vagina. It, anyway, I think that the the root of the word is like it comes from the sword sheath, like where you put the sword and then so that means it's vagina which means it's dirty because I know
1: my fellow Dominican friends especially use vina every other word like I think that's all they say in conversation vina 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 and they just meant five different things
2: there's like subtitles at the bottom when Dominicans speak and it's like <laughs> it's like I would like to marry you. Will you take my hand in marriage? Like
1: <laughs> Well my, my my husband's dad says it too and he's Peruvian. So I know it's mm-hmm. not just a but I used to think "vaina" was just a Dominican thing.
2: No, and then I think it's very Caribbean. I'm interested that like Cuban. Cubans don't. Use don't. It.
1: I never heard that word in my life. No one around me used it in Miami.
2: There's also, like, different levels of cursing. Like, okay, in Cuba, you guys don't use vaina. In Venezuela, we use verga a lot. Like, verga. And I, I didn't, I, I, like, it stopped meaning penis. Like, it just started meaning, like, oh, man. To me, like, in my family, we use verga. Like, I get... Verga, yeah. que vaina. And then in other countries, like, that word is the equivalent of, like, the C word. You know here mm. where it's you don't mm-hmm. use the c word, but in England everyone's a lot using the word cut here, cut there, cut here, cut. But in but America it's like you don't use that word. You yeah, know, yeah. it's the, it's kind of like how every country like the, 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 there's still bad words, but there's differing layers of bad words. There's the really bad ones, and then there's like the light ones. Mm-hmm. And in Venezuela the light ones are some other countries very really intense bad ones. Bad guy is very bad in Mexico, like super bad. Mm. Uh, I did not know that. Um, <laughs> so it's it's like there's so much navigating in, in our hyphen of, like, bad words. And, like, you know, we've talked about this before, but, like, the fact that literally innocuous words like straw – in, in like my word for straw means tiny penis in Mexico. Mexico's <sighs> word for straw means tiny jack off in Colombia. Colombia's word for straw means big shit in Dominican Republic. Why do we do-, do this to ourselves? We don't. I don't know why so many words are accidentally curse words. Well, because
1: they're also using like fruit and shit like that, you know, or like bicho for Cubans mm-hmm. means a bug, and then in Puerto Rico means a penis. Yes. So then I'm
2: like, hi, hey, hi.
1: Hey. You know, step on the bug, which, by the way, I do not step on bugs. I save all the creatures, including a black widow that I am very proud of. Oh, yes. God, you saved
2: a black widow? I
1: saved a black widow and her sack of eggs. Anyway. Oh, God. That is how intense I am. <laughs> yes, I am Jesus. vegan. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, But, yeah, like, imagine someone, like, going to Puerto Rico... For on vacation, it's like they see a bug and they're like, oh, my God, step on that beach. like right now, step on it. And someone else is thinking, oh, my God, some lady's screaming about stepping on some dude's penis. Stat. Yeah. Yes. E papaya. Yes. I love how I say it, papaya. Um, My grandfather grew a bunch of papaya trees. It's a big thing in Miami, fruit wise, like, you know, and there was even a store <laughs> at our one of our big malls in Miami called Dolphin Mall. It's called papaya. But then we realized that also means vag. Yeah, so it means because if you cut a
2: papaya down the it middle, it does look it looks a little like a. Well, you know what? Women's... I'll give them credit for that one. It's but it all comes down to creativity. Like people just see things that sort of look like a like a genital in in Latin America and stuff, and they're like that. Now, now that is a bad word. What's like, like the eggplant emoji? A, a seashell looks like a vagina, so now concha, concha means vagina. Do you but know? Then like, Mexicans
1: like... have these breads that are conchas. Yes. And then there's women who are called like Tia Concha. Yes. So my Tia vagina is visiting us for Thanksgiving.
2: Dude, <laughs> you know. My grandpa, <laughs> the one that was on the podcast, like we call him Papote. Like that's his nickname. Yeah. So we had these hats made for his 86th birthday. We were we were in Dominican Republic. We were in Punta Cana, and we all had these hats. And I remember the people that worked at the hotel were like would like laugh at us. <laughs> like every time we'd come in with our hats. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And no then one of the guys go. was like, eh, and she's, he's like, why are you wearing hats that say pussy on them? And I'm like, <laughs> what? And he's like, pa- papote. And I'm like, yeah, that's my grandpa. And he's like, wait, your grandpa's name is Vagina? And I was like, whoa, what is happening Happy right birthday,
1: now? Happy birthday, Grandpa
2: Pussy. Oh my God. I was traumatized. And we <gasps> all like 50 people had these vagina hats. In freaking Punta Cana walking around with all the Dominicans. Like, yo, this family is weird. There's 86 vaginas. Like, this is very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many words that I did not know were bad words in Spanish. In English, it's always very clear. In Spanish, it's always very unclear for You're me. like,
1: where is this? What is this referring to? What is the origin? At what level of extremity? Because here's the thing. Like... It can a lot of these words. I mean, I guess in English some of some of that rings true as well. Like you know, coño can be used to express excitement and joy and anger and frustration. like a million things. Right? It has a, mil- a ton of meanings. It's a spectrum. It could be as mild as "damn it,"
2: mm-hmm.
1: and as severe as "fuck." Mm-hmm. So that's what's confusing. Now, okay. So here's my little story. This is why I think my predominantly Latino audience. Feels mm-hmm. this way about my content and why they feel it's OK when I curse in Spanish, but not in English, because before I started doing this kind of content, I used to like host on another YouTube channel where I would review video games. And my audience was like predominantly white dudes. So I was a fucking sailor, like cursing left and right, you know. And so in the beginning, when I started to transition and, and do my my Latino content. I still would creep in like uh, the F word here and there or like shit. And I remember a woman in her 60s wrote me this long essay on Facebook. And she's like, I used to be a big fan of yours until Mm -hmm. you started to use the curse words. But here's what's funny. She's giving me this whole thing, right? Like why she thinks like she's really disappointed in me because I'm using these like this foul language. But then she goes on to say, you know, I'm okay with the coño and carajo and the jode, and you know, I'm I'm okay with those words, but I don't I don't like the f word. I think that's a tear. And I'm here, like, girl,
2: you can't choose, dude.
1: You either. But in I realize no one no one really complains because I in my videos, abuela does curse from time to time. She'll say coño, carajo, para de joled. Those are three common things that I say con mi too, but mainly coño, carajo, and jode. Um, and not just Abuela, all my characters across the board will say stuff like that. And I normally I never get and it's my stuff is considered family friendly still. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the curse words aren't really considered that bad. Now, mm-hmm. if I started saying the F word and shit and bitch, then I would be bumped down to adult content and no longer family friendly.
2: I think that there's a more there's more of a um como gradient in spanish curse words it's almost like how you say it determines how bad it is like (laughs) and it's like yeah that's fine i can say that (laughs) it's like oh god you just said a bad word it's like i literally just said it in a different context and you had no problem with it this is so fascinating meanwhile well i guess it's let's think about it in english like yeah bitch versus like Hey, bitch, I don't feel that way with the word puta. Like, there's no way that when you call me puta, I'm like, okay with it. Like maybe no, my best friend from are. ever, she's like, puta? and I'm like, yeah, okay. I don't love that. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Like there's no iteration of that word that, it, that I like. Like that is just society saying that a woman is a whore because of whatever she does. I don't like this word. But then I'm I'd be like, Coño! when I, I I say puta all the time, like just generally, like, la puta vaina esa. And I'm like, <laughs> see because I'm calling the remote a whore. You can call the remote a, a whore. It's okay. It's fine. I, I, like maybe I'm part of the problem, but in my head <laughs> I justify it. Like I'm not ca- I'm not, a, I'm not ma- calling a person a whore, I'm calling a object that I can't find a whore, which I think is fine. <laughs>
1: But, but would you logic. say that there's been an evolution of sorts? You know, especially now that people are more aware and talking about machismo and sexism. And I've noticed, at least for my upbringing in Miami, at the time, it was very common for girls to call each other slut and ho, what up, ho, what up, ho bag, slut. It had to be said like that, by the way. It's like split in half. It's not slut. slut. It's slut, like, hey, salut. That really was such a thing in the late 90s, early 2000s. Where women who got along would also call each other slut, ho, whore, all that stuff, but then they would also talk shit behind each other's backs and using the same terminology. Now I don't see it happening as much.
2: Which is, you know, remember when gay was a word used oh for anything gosh. perceived that's as so lame, gay, bro? Like the super gay. That's just, like, that ew. just, like, does not occur. I mean, maybe I live in a bubble and I probably do. No, but, like, it doesn't. I, no. I just yeah. don't. I recently watched a movie from like the 2000s and they were you like a movie, like, written by like a 40-year-old man, not like a middle schooler. I mean, usually, um, yeah. And it's like, God, don't be gay. And I'm like, oh my God, in that short amount of time, s- someone several layers of executives okayed this and it's like now on a movie on Netflix and now, like, that would never, ever oh, never. happen. Culture makes curse words based on, you know, what what we find taboo. But then as culture changes and as as the way that we perceive what's right and wrong changes, so do our curse words.
0: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: I think we should, I think to wrap up this episode, we should make our own creative bad words. Let me think. Okay. (laughs) Um... So art. one of the things I love uh, is like when you take like a bad word and then you add something innocuous to it. Um, so it's like, what's something I don't like? What's an object I don't like? <laughs> oh my God. Um,
1: what object does Joanna have beef with? I think most people hate printers.
2: Ooh, <gasps> <laughs> you're a fuck printer. Oh. <laughs> like that i think it's like you're a fuck printer printers always like break down they they cost too much they don't last they're useless um and fuck you so it's kind of like fuck printer you're a useless thing fuck you you're you're a useless printer fuck printer
1: mine's really aggressive i love it well it's funny because i'm thinking canon printers and then it brings me to cannons (laughs) can't you know explosives and then i'm thinking dick cannon. But now I'm thinking Ooh. of Nick Cannon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Poor Nick Cannon
1: had nothing to do when with this. What is it on Nick Cannon? Nothing against you, Nick Cannon. Fucking dick cannons. Because I just think of like a cannon and it's just like shooting dicks that are on fire.
2: Oh my and God, they're... I love that. Just it, it, It's like, oh man, I'm at the DMV. This is such a dick cannon. Like, oh, like all this bureaucracy is getting in my way. It's like dicks on fire are just, I'm swatting them away as I try to get my license. I'm pretty sure I would really love
1: for our audience members, if they feel so inclined
2: to email us, <laughs> yes. their
1: curse word combos. Please. It's probably better than listening to
2: this. Please send us your curse word combos so that me and Jenny can start implementing these in our day-to-day lives, considering we love cursing and we want more. Um, they can email <laughs> us at hyphenated at pitaya.fm. That again is hyphenated at pitaya.fm. F M. Did you like my voice? <laughs> it was very, very casual and very
1: sensual. And I don't know. I what feel I'm like
2: saying. it's. I feel like it's the voice of every woman trying to sell you cream for moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. All right, uh, piss wizards and uh, dick cannons. Oh, I would never call our audience members bad words We love you all. We we love having you here listening to us, and um, we can't wait to hang out next week.